all you fellow hunting partners and people out there. Welcome to another episode with the Struggling Hunters. Episode 102, 102. And you got, I don't know what you'd really, I guess I'd be the host today since I started it, but um, we don't really have a proper host, but I'm Joe. Then on the other side out there, you got Eric. Say hi, Eric. Welcome to the hunting shack, guys. (laughs) Yes. Welcome to the hunting shack. Thanks for tuning in. We appreciate you guys uh, giving us your time, your ears, or your eyes, whatever you are listening or watching. Uh, we appreciate it. And give us a like and a subscribe and tell a friend. And tonight, uh, as Eric, you know, said, welcome to you to the hunting shack. And as we're getting going, um, you know, kind of a little bit different of a, what do you call it? Top, not a topic, but maybe a little different avenue of how we're going to go about this one. Cause we're going to just kind of open it up to, if you will, experiences that we've had in the wild with wild animals. Um, I won't say if we've had any attacks, you'll just have to uh, <laughs> stay tuned and listen to hear if uh, anything has ever attacked us when we're been out hunting or hiking or camping family activities. Um, so, you know, I, I think we have some, uh, we can throw in some bear stories, some mountain lion stories, um, bobcat stories, um, badger stories. Um, did I say bears? I think I said bears. Yeah, you said bears. Oh, my. Um, oh, my. <laughs> but uh, that's kind of how the more or less this uh, podcast is going to go. We uh, wanted to just set and just share some stories with you guys and kind of let you, you you guys that have been listening get to know us a little bit more. Um, you know, we've been discussing articles and whatnot over the last little bit, trying to share some uh, hunting strategies to put put in your uh, in your little hunting book to make you a better hunter. But we just thought maybe this week we'll just try to share some stories and see what rabbit hole we go down. Um I guess with that, do you have any, Eric, that you want to share? Do you want me to start with anything? Um, any questions or? Man, I, I actually have a pretty good list of animals that I've seen. Uh, some, you know, a lot of them that most people don't ever see. Uh, I, as far as cats go, I've actually seen in, in Colorado over here, I've seen a lynx, um, a bobcat, and a, and a mountain lion. Hmm. I've actually seen two bobcats, one mountain lion, one, one lynx. Uh, whenever I saw the lynx, uh, I was, so I'm, I'm fortunate enough to work out in the, out in the, the woods, if you will. Um, uh-huh. as of right, you're, you know, I've been doing it for like 15 years or whatever. It's been a long time. And, um, well, a little shy of 15 years. I guess I'm exaggerating a little bit, but anyway, the point is I've been working in the, in the, out in the, out in the field for, for uh, quite a long time and, and uh, been really fortunate to see a lot of wildlife and uh, um, I'll just kind of, oh, I've seen bear too uh, with work and everything, but uh, with, with the links it was kind of in a crazy spot. It was actually at, uh, just right across up on a hill from the, from a, a guard shack. 
uh, that you have to check into to get back in the, in the lease property. And uh, it wasn't me that spotted it. I was in a crew van and somebody else spotted it. And, and at first I was like, I was like, ah, oh, no, I, I didn't know. I didn't know that Colorado had many links in, in Colorado. And so whenever okay. I first saw it, uh, I was like, ah, oh, that's a Bobcat, isn't it? You know? Cause I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, there's no links in Colorado. Well, I was wrong. There is, there, there, it's not a big population, but there is links in Colorado and, and, um, had the, had the, the little, the whiskers on the ears, whisk, whiskers on the ears. Yeah. I guess I don't know what the way. proper name is, but that's just what comes to mind. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're, you're right though. That's a good way to kind of explain it is uh whiskers on the ears. And, uh, thought that was man. I, I, it was, it was, it was pretty, pretty cool to see that. And I want to say this was, this was way back in the day. This was like 2008, nine or something like that. So I know a couple of us were trying to get pictures, but it was just far enough away, you know, and cell phones at that time, the cameras weren't the greatest. Right. So, um, yeah. So, you know, you couldn't really get a good picture of it. You know, it just was kind of a blur up there. But, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was pretty cool. And then, uh, and then the mountain lion that I saw, that was that was a crazy experience i was in my i was in my truck so i wasn't like necessarily like felt fearful or anything but uh, right i just kind of creeping down the road and getting ready to go to my other location and and uh this this cat like hops out in the middle of the road in the middle of the day too i mean it wasn't that early it wasn't it was kind of a weird non-typical thing for a mountain lion to really do you know that to really present itself and uh i mean i just got such a good broadside view of it but with that said though i was so i was so in disbelief that it was a that it was a mountain lion (laughs) yeah i i didn't believe my own eyes at first you know i'm like i'm like man that's that's just a regular house cat isn't it but but i'm in the middle of nowhere so it makes no sense for it to be an actual house cat uh long tail you know yeah. I, I, I can't say it was the biggest mountain lion ever but you know it was it was decent size it's probably medium size or something but man it was and then it turned its head at me I, I don't know if it was male or female but it turned its head at me and i remember like we like locked eyes with each other <laughs> and it was such a such a creepy like i don't know it was it was a creepy uh uh feeling a little bit like the way that the that mountain lion yeah. locked eyes with me, you know, and, and then it turned its head and ran, ran into the brush and I never saw it again, but, but that was a really cool experience. And like I said, it, it one of those things where I've seen, um, I've seen mountain lions before in a sense of like, you, you're coming around a corner and you're like, did I just see a mountain lion? You know, because it like hops right. in the brush so fast and yeah. kind of hides itself and, I I've, I've experienced that a couple times throughout my life, a couple times in Idaho. And then, and then, uh, once I remember one particular time in Colorado where that particular thing, you come around the corner and you're like, did I just see a mountain lion jump in the brush? You know, but, <laughs> but it, it happened so fast and everything. It's just hard. But, but anyways, the time that I did see it, it was right there, you know, and, and, uh, such a cool sight. And then, right. uh, and then the two bobcats that I seen 
uh, one was was why I was at work, and uh, that thing probably walked. I was same thing. I was in my truck. That thing hopped right across the road, and I mean it was probably ten yards away or something. Went down into the brush, and then I I was sitting there like kind of thinking about. It. I'm like, is it smart for me to jump out? And uh, <laughs> I, I decided to though. Well, I wasn't gonna pet it, but but I did decide to. I just left my door open. I'm like, well, if it comes running out of the brush after me, I'll just jump in my truck real quick. So I jumped out and I looked over the edge, and that thing it it didn't want no part of me. So it just kind of, but I did see it again, kind of walking through the through the bush on the side of the road, and kind of walked away until until I lost sight of it. But uh, but that was cool, you know, seeing seeing that bobcat. Um, Bobcats are kind of fun. They're kind of built funny. Like whenever you see them live, I don't know. They're kind of like, they're kind of like stocky, stocky cats kind of, I I don't know. Lanky. I always thought like their legs were kind of longer than their torso was like kind of, kind of looked a little funny too, to me at least. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, kind of, I, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. They just, yeah, they look kind of, they're kind of built funny. Like they kind of look a little disproportionate. Um, and then the other time was uh, going up hunting with uh, – I was going scouting, I think, with, and me and Carter were together. I actually have – I think I actually have pictures of that one. Um, me and Carter were uh, were going going uh, scouting, I believe. I think this was last year or the year before. And uh, that one, I saw it across the road, and I drove up as fast as I could, and stopped and 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 that that bobcat was just right in the brush but all you could see was its its head Uh and it was kind of hard to spot its head because it kind of camouflaged itself sort of but you know i look and look and look and i'm like oh there it is and i spotted the spotted the um the bobcat and pointed it out to carter and tried to take pictures of it and pictures didn't quite turn out that good but i i do have some some pictures of it i'm pretty sure i have to go through my phone but uh, uh, but yeah, it was cool. I mean, that was like right off the side of the road, probably like again, like 10, 15 yards up up in the brush. It, like I said, it was kind of hard to see, but but he was poking his head out a little bit where he could, you know, keeping his eye on us, wondering what we were doing. Right. And, uh, but I wasn't in that one. He was more on alert and everything, so I wasn't I wasn't too. Uh, too excited to jump out of my truck that time. Cause I was like, I jump out of my truck. He <laughs> might come right after me. So, um, but anyway, yeah. So, so yeah, that was the, that was my cat experiences, but those ones I feel like are pretty cool. Uh, you know, just cause I don't feel like a lot of people get to see uh, mountain lions and bobcats and lynx. I, like I said, I've only, I mean, that lynx was over, you know, 12 years ago, 12, 13 years ago. Right. So, so the links was, was, uh, I mean, that's the only one I ever seen and, but it was, yeah, it was cool. It was cool. And then, I mean, I have so much more. I, I was just, well, telling I was going to just hop in. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to just uh, share some of my cat stories. I don't, unless you go ahead and finish what your thoughts was there. You're going to tell me what, and I'll jump into, into what, what one, a couple of my stories here. No, we can go ahead and go ahead and <laughs> this is great for the podcast, right? Uh, go ahead and jump in, and then later on I could talk about it because 
I was just going to talk about how we kind of started, decided to actually oh, talk about this. Gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, kind of like you're saying links or cats, I feel like those are like, a, in a way, if you're not spending a lot of time out in the woods, uh, you know, those are like once in a lifetime uh, opportunities in a way, you know, like if you ever see one, cause you, you typically don't see the cats when you're out, out in the woods, they're pretty, um, <laughs> keep elusive. to themselves. They don't, yeah. Elusive. They don't want to be found kind of like Bigfoot, but they're not as good, I guess, at hiding. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, uh, you know, kind of, uh, so my, kind of my first encounter with, with a bobcat um and up close and personal was as muzzleloader hunting um out in utah six seven years ago and uh it was so my first year of muzzleloader and the, this particular season was you know kind of just after archery season before so it wasn't into october so it was hot i wasn't used to hunting that in that type of a <laughs> warm environment <laughs> so I was, you know, planning on being out all day because I had to do like a three mile hike into where I wanted to go. So it wasn't like, you know, you know, it was uphill. So it wasn't like a flat three miles back to the truck and then back out. So I was like, it's just too much of a hike. I'm going to stay out all day. And uh, it got hot. So I was like, I'm going to go. I was like, there's no way there's any deer moving. So I'm going to go set in the, on some deer trail back in the pines and just sat there through the afternoon just because I, you know, I don't have anything else to do. It's so hot. Nothing's moving. And I found this log leaned up against this log and had my feet kicked out in front of me and crossed. And then, uh, I sat in there for a little bit and you know how it is. You set some down, you sat down for a little bit and you start getting sleepy. So I started to get sleepy and nodded off and had my feet crossed, but kicked out in front of me and I don't know what woke me up, but I woke up to a bobcat like 15 feet from me. Wow. And uh, <laughs> he was kind of staring at me. I was staring at him and, and uh, my legs were falling asleep because of you know, how I was setting. So I was like, I got to move. So I lifted up my one foot to un- uncross it. And that thing spun around and ran up the closest tree it could. Oh, and, really? Uh, yeah. And again, this is one of those stories. This is back. Well, I guess it might have been longer than that because it was back before cell phones were as as good as they are taking pictures. Like I had my little flip phone and I had held it up and was trying to get a picture of it, but you couldn't see anything. And uh, so that you know, like I was like, "Oh man, that's so cool!" It's sitting up in the tree, looking down at me, and I'm looking up at it. You know, like yeah. this is awesome. And <laughs> and uh, you know. And so, like, I had a lynx, I was rifle hunting, and I happened to have my uh, brother-in-law with me. And I feel kind of bad because of the, like, we talk about these cats being a once-in-a-lifetime experience. And uh, we were, it happened to snow, and we were out elk hunting. So I was tracking some tracks, you know, trying to follow the tracks to get to the elk. And uh, we come across, or come into this, like, meadow meadowy type setting and i looked out across and uh i, I at first i thought it was a bobcat because again you know it, i was like oh links you know like they're kind of they're more kind of more elusive than the rest of them and i looked out and i was like oh wow it's gray 
my brother-in-law was just far enough back behind me that like, you know, I stopped it kind of looked at me, then it turned around and walked off. And I was like, did you see that? And he's like, see what? Oh, <laughs> now no. there's a lynx. It's like, no, <laughs> so, you know, so I, I you know, I was like, I, I was t- totally stoked, but at the same time, you know, a little disappointed that he didn't get to see it. But, uh, but yeah, that was, I mean, it's, it's, that's, I guess one of the reasons why I like going out in the woods and spending time is you get to have those opportunities. And I didn't have as kind of a up close and personal with uh, Bob or mountain lion as you did. But, uh, I was out, I was at archery hunting. Was it the first year? Or was I rifle deer hunting? I think I was rifle deer hunting. And, uh, but I set up on in this like little, on this little knoll and it, it was in this bowl area and I can look across on like this other ridge and it was a big meadow. And how'd it go? And so I, I'm looking across at my spotting scope, my binoculars and, and I'm, you know, kind of glass and looking for deer across the other side you know, doing the little grid pattern with the, with the binoculars, you know, like drop down, go left and then drop down and then go back. Right. And making my way past or making my way down this, this meadow. And then, uh, as I'm working, doing my little system, I catch this like weird looking tree stump, I guess, lack for, for trying to explain it the best I could. It's just this, you know, like, or out of place, tree stump i should say because like you know like there's no this big meadow and there's no other tree stumps that look like this stump that was sitting there ah. and so you know like i i i panned past it and i was like man that just looked funky and i was like i wonder why so i go back to it i'm staring at it you know like not well looking through my glasses at it and, and all of a sudden i was like wait a second that 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 that's a mountain lion <laughs> and you know so I get kind of excited and I forget about looking at deer and I just watch that thing. And he was, he did, or the cat would walk a little bit and then sit down on all, you know, like with its butt on the ground and just kind of surveying down beneath it. And then it weaved into some scrub oak and weaved out. And I finally lost, lost a uh, visual on it, but you know, that was, that was kind of cool to, yeah. to see that kind That's, of fun i mean i'd I'd argue i mean my experience lasted like 10 seconds you know and yeah it sounded like you actually had a little bit of time to watch its behavior and might have been yeah. a little further away but you had a little more time to watch its behavior right and the only thing that you know was a little alluring or uh scary about it was uh, they went down in the canyon that i i went down into too so <laughs> yeah i was gonna say that the the you know it's it's they're fun to look at from a distance whenever you're watching it, but you lose sight of it. Then it kind of gets real and you're like, well, I don't know where that thing is now. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. Yeah. So, you know, and then, um, shoot, I guess I've been with, well, you luckily got, got to have your bear story. I was going to kind of go into bears for a second because we had that, if you've been, you know, that experience last, last year, two years ago, Year year ago, not last season, but the season before last, where we were hunting the third season elk together out yeah, there in two Colorado. Yep. And uh, we hop again. It was a snowy day, snowed the night before, 
me and Eric were on some, on some, uh, elk tracks and, uh, following the tracks, you know, like a hound dog nose to the nose to the tracks and, <laughs> and not really thinking much of anything. And you're cruising along and, and then, uh, I heard something kind of, I, was, I had, Eric was in front of me since he's the one with the tags. So I was just kind of hanging back and just keeping up with them and staying, trying to stay quiet. And, uh, I hear a crack and I kind of look over to my right and I'm like, Oh, there's nothing there. You know, I was kind of, you know, it's kind of funny, like in these situations you hear something and then I guess, well, I'm going down a rabbit hole. Hopefully I can get myself in it and out of it with keep you guys along with the ride. <laughs> uh, but you know, you, so you're out in the woods and you hear a crack and a lot of times you just kind of brush it off as a twig falling. Cause how many times have you been sitting there and squirrels have dropped, dropped rocks or acorns or something and you know you think there's an elk coming and after 20 minutes of sitting there it's just a dang squirrel dropping <laughs> dropping rocks or something i'd say i'd say yeah. opening day of every year <laughs> right when, when they when they're throwing they're throwing pine cones down i'm like oh an elk's coming in you know getting all excited <laughs> then i then i spot the spot the squirrel and i'm like ah never mind <laughs> yep yeah, so that's you know I think that that first little crack if I just would have paid more attention I probably would have saw the bear but then I caught then we I kept walking and then uh, then I caught some movement and some noise and I look over and here up pops this bear out of this little little creek bottom I was like Eric Eric shh, shh. <laughs> bear bear and I think he <laughs> Eric just got a glimpse of it but he didn't. And he wasn't all that far to be away from us to begin with either. So I think he was getting ready. We went over. I wish we would have took pictures. I don't know why we have these experiences. I think he took pictures. I think he was trying to get a, a den ready for the for the winter is what it was. Yeah, because it kind of looked like that's what that was, was, was some kind of, I mean, it looked like a little bit of a cave or, or a den. Right, rather. because it, it was like a bunch of debris. And then kind of a little cave type thing on the side of this creek bottom that he was doing something in and we spooked him out and he was within shoot, probably what, 30 yards. Yeah. If from where that, we started. I mean, yeah. I feel like it was pretty dang close. Cause I mean, we just walked right over to the, to the edge there. And, and uh, like Joe said, I, I didn't see him that close up to us, but uh, um by the time I got my amazing how fast they are actually. Yeah. Right. Because he was probably a hundred yards away by the time I saw him. And cause I mean, all I hear behind me was bear, bear, bear. And I'm, <laughs> you know, trying to gather my thoughts, you know, trying to like under process what he, what Joe was saying. Cause I'm thinking, you know, I'm in elk mode. So yeah. Know, bear, bear just sounded, sounded a little, little, little distant to me or, or a little what's the word i'm looking for like a little uh, uh, uh not well I, what comes to mind is like you weren't geared up for that like you're like you said you're just in in folk you're focused and so intent on elk that like your train of thought was elk you know yeah and yeah. had it been elk your your senses probably would have kicked in a little bit different but you know you had to reevaluate what your pro what your mind was processing yeah yeah yeah, so by the time I looked, uh, or I look at Joe first, so I still ain't, like, I look at Joe, Joe points, like, the direction of the bear, and then I look down, and I had to, like, kind of, like, I remember I had to kind of duck below 
to see because there's some brush there or whatever and i just see the butt end of the bear running away and he was probably already a hundred i mean he was fast and he was probably already a hundred yards away and i just watched him run away and then kind of kind of hook a hook a left and then he disappeared and that was that was the experience but man i'll tell you what though that so that day joe joe left and and i was i still was hunting i was by myself for for a few more days i felt pretty aware of my surroundings after that though because because uh you know joe left and and i was i was out there by myself so i was just like i was like i I, my head was on a swivel the whole time (laughs) the rest of the time just because it kind of tripped me out that i didn't you know i mean 250 300 pound bear didn't even hear him didn't you know i mean i i would have never saw him if uh if you wouldn't uh yelled bear so right yeah it was pretty crazy but it also kind of it kind of uh that experience kind of relaxed me about about black bears though too you know because oh right um you know i don't know there's always that there's always that like in the back of your mind like oh what if you come across a bear he's gonna come at you yeah exactly (laughs) And, and seeing him seeing him run away the way he did i i was like I was like, ah, black bears that, you know, like you always hear that black bears aren't as aggressive or whatever, but until you experience right. it, um, you know, I think, I think you got to experience it a little bit to kind of understand it. Right. So. True. But I don't know. Cause when, whenever I saw, when I saw that one, uh, I think I've told the story, but when I was hunting this last archery season, I uh, saw a black bear and, I was, I was still like, I was all by myself too. So that was kind of part of it. But I was like, like, I wasn't like scared, like, Oh, I want to get out of the woods. But, but I was like, I was like, I'm going to make sure I'm gonna, I got my pistol close to me. Cause I know me and this guy are sharing, sharing this area together, you know, and if he comes around and then uh, I, I, or I met the guys this hunting season, but a few days later, or a week later, um, the uh, guy actually ended up harvesting that bear so it was kind of cool that i saw him like i said i feel like i i explained all this uh right no you have in a past episode but yeah but yeah it was it was just cool like you know i uh got to see the bear and then and then uh and then he got harvested a few days later so which this year i'm really considering of getting a bear tag for that reason cool see if i can harvest one but yeah uh yeah i've seen a ton of bear uh over the years especially here in colorado black black bears yeah Um, and kind of up in idaho growing up i've seen a lot of bears but uh i would say the last few years is the most i've seen them while i'm on foot too you know most of the time it's driving down a road turn a corner and there's a black bear or maybe a couple hundred yards off or something uh you know, th- those are my past experiences, but, but yeah, the last couple of years hunting in that area, um, definitely saw my, f- my fair share of bear <laughs> sharing the woods with them. Right. You know, like talking, you know, yeah, I really haven't had all that many bear stories. Like that was hunting like that one with you is like the only time, well, I guess since hunting Utah that I've, um, 
come across bears. Like I've, I've hunt in Utah. I've seen a lot of bear sign as far as, uh, trees being mauled up by bears, but, um, I'm, uh, I know I probably shared it once before on the podcast, but, um, one time in Idaho, I, you know, lived out of town about 12 miles out of town. And so I, uh, would hike this little gully every once in a while. And I was wanting to go, go look for sheds and, and uh, whatnot, deer sheds one year, one spring, I think it was. And, uh, I took off by myself. So I, I probably shared this recently. I can't remember if it was on the podcast or if I was sharing it with someone else. I, but, I think uh, I, I know you've, you've said it before on the podcast, but it's one of my favorite ones because, <laughs> uh, nothing bad happened, but something, it was exciting. I, you know, <laughs> uh, went off took off down this ravine dad told me to take the pistol and i was like no i'll be fine dad i don't need it and finally all right dad i'll I'll take the pistol and so take off down this gully get into some thick scrub oak type stuff and get down my hands and knees have to like crawl through some of it because it was either that or hike up this really steep hill and go around it and that was just too steep to really think about um doing that so I get, I, you know, I'd crawl through this scrub oak and it gets to where it starts opening up. And, uh, I start hearing something like scratching a tree. I'm like, oh, where the, you know, where the heck's that coming from? That's kind of interesting. So I start looking around me and then it sounds like it's moving. And then it sounds like it's moving up, like above my head. And so I, I look out in front of me and I start looking up this little tree and I don't remember how far it was, but it was, you know, close, too close for comfort. And, uh, it was a little bear cub. Oh, wow. Climbing up the tree <laughs> and, you know, with the bear cub, you know, the mom's pretty close by. So, you know, mom's going to be on, be protected. So I just turned around and, uh, went back the way I came. I didn't even <laughs> keep going forward. <laughs> yeah. That's a good, uh, that was probably a good smart choice. Yeah. And like, you know, it was one of those ones that I'm glad I didn't, wasn't stupid and kept pushing it. <laughs> yeah. I think that's what happens a lot of times out in the woods. You get in those situations and you're like, oh, what? That cute little thing ain't going to do anything to me. Or, you know, like, I, I can, I got room. I'll just keep pushing the situation. Or maybe yeah. you don't realize you push the situation too. I can see, you know, accidents happen. But I think that's what happens the majority of the times when people are out there. They, get themselves in a situation and anymore they want that photo op. So they push it and end up regretting it. Yeah. Cause they're just as scared as you are, you know, if not scared her, cause you know, that's kind of an interesting thought too. You know, you think about it. Um, we're just as scared as they are and they are of us, you know, they want to survive and live and all they know of the, is humans shooting them and killing them. Or maybe they don't know that, but we're foreign and presenting somewhat of a threat to them. That's what they are to us. They they present a threat to us. So, you know, it kind of goes kind of both ways, I think, at times. Yeah, I I agree. I, I think, uh, yeah, it's, I mean, I don't know. I feel like sometimes, yeah, they just don't see it. They don't see us out in the woods every day. So, you know, we're not, we're not quote unquote necessarily like normal prey. So right. see this come around 
the woods or whatever. And they're and they're in survival mode, you know, like they there's only one way to survive, and that's for and that's to win. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh I don't know, it's interesting. It'd be, <laughs> it'd be nice. It'd be I'm curious what what uh what these animals think whenever uh whenever uh whenever they have an encounter, you know, what they're like when they have right. an encounter with a human, what they're like thinking. Right. You know, it kinda it kinda uh let me see if I can put this together real quick. Kind of making me think about uh uh like in recent years you've heard more about lion or mountain lion attacks and right. stuff and you know people used to or they say <clears throat> they say like or I mean they're trying to figure out like why all of a sudden is there more mountain lion attacks? Why are they getting more brave to to uh attack humans and stuff and and I used to think I bet I bet that to a point there's probably the same this is gonna be a little controversial, but there's probably the same amount of encounters that have happened, but in years past, whenever people went out in the woods, they had some kind of protection, mo- mostly like a gun of some sort. You know, right. I feel like feel like the last I mean, people have hiked out in the woods forever, but there was a time that it was more acceptable when you were out in the woods, you had a rifle or a rifle or a pistol or some kind of defense mechanism. And it just makes you wonder if you didn't hear about it, about the lion attacks as much because back in the day, if, uh, if a lion came around the corner, you, you just took care of it and you didn't say nothing or, you know, right. you know what I mean? I mean, I don't know. I don't know if that's true or not, but it kind of makes you wonder. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah. And I think the other thing that kind of goes along with that too, is everybody rediscovering the outdoors lately too, I believe, you know, like I think there for a little bit, people have got caught up with their, with their gaming devices. And I think that's still kind of an issue, but at the same time, I feel like in the last couple of years, more people have been trying to get out a little bit more and, you know, not being, uh wood savvy i guess you know like might have something to do with that too not sure that's just joe's thoughts but well you might have a point though you know like you were saying people wanting their photo op or something getting a little too close maybe whether they have a camera or not or whatever you know maybe they're getting too close because they want to have that experience to talk about or maybe get a photo op and then they get a little too close because I mean, that's one thing, you know, for me, if I see, if I seen a mountain lion and it was at a distance, I mean, I wouldn't announce myself. I'd just try to back away and, you know, right. go to a different area, which is kind of, it's kind of funny because uh, I was thinking about these hunting True. groups on Facebook that uh, last year around archery season, there was a couple that, you know, this guy had to had to shoot a mountain lion with his bow and uh he he was he was telling the story but one of his initial comments was i tried to get their attention but yeah. they so at one point they didn't even know he was there so 
his best move would have been like, oh, you know what? I spotted him. I'm a little close to him. Maybe I should back out and go the other way. But no, he was like, hey, lion or whatever he said. I don't know. I feel like I would have probably just been like, I lion doesn't notice me yet. I'll just back out real slow and kind of keep my eyes peeled on him for a while and get out of here. And hopefully I don't run into him again or whatever the case may be. But, right. um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's, uh, I think the more you're out in the woods, you're kind of more subject to running into something true. And so, and, and I don't know how you'd react. I know, uh, I never did spot exactly what it was, but this, this archery season, uh, I didn't really bring it up because, cause I wasn't a hundred percent sure if it was, uh, if it was a mountain lion or, uh, or, or it could have been, it could have been like a, a, fo- a fox or I don't know. It could have been anything, but, um, I had my son with me and we were, checking this one area out and walk we started walking back to the truck we were only a couple hundred yards away and i just saw the back i just saw brown it was kind of lower to the ground i know it wasn't a deer but it was kind of i just kind of saw him for a split second i just saw his back and uh i i hurried up and grabbed my because i was like if that's a mountain lion like you know my son's easy prey so Right. It's like, I ain't taking no chances. And that, and that's the thing I ain't taking, you know, especially with my son, if I'm, if it's just like me and you or something and we see a mountain lion, I mean, I'm not going to start shooting like it's the Alamo. I'm, you know, I'll probably let him walk by, but, but if it's, if my son's right there or something, you know, like I'm gonna, I'm, I'm not yourself. <laughs> well, I mean, I might, you know, it depends on situ- situational awareness and I might, I might stay quiet if that mountain lion doesn't realize I'm there or me and me and my son are there. Um, yeah, I'll just let him pass through, you know, but if, if he even looks our way for a second or, you know, I'm, I mean, there's going to be, there's going to be that uh, gap there that I'm not going to let him cross, you know? So, right. Um, right. I mean, I'll try to, I'll try to not like shoot or, or, you know, try to just let bygones be bygones and let, let it, hopefully let each other pass. But you know, if he, if that mountain lion tries anything, I mean, I'm or bear or whatever. Right. Um, no, it's true. Kind of going off on a big rant on that, but, but uh, yeah, well, I was yeah. just going to, you're just going to say like, you know, like, yeah, we kind of just did a little rant there, I guess if you will, a little rabbit hole, but that was kind of hard not to coat when you talk about these, uh, these experiences or these, these animals to not kind of bring that stuff up because that is kind of um, the name of the game at times, Um, you know, but at the same time, it is something that I do enjoy, or I do, I guess, enjoy. I do like the fact of the opportunity of being out in the woods gives me to be able to see some of these animals. Um, Oh, for sure. That's kind of why I I like doing it. Um, For sure. Because you, don't know when or where you're going to see it, but it, it's, it's cool. It's fun for me. Yeah. No, I, I feel the same way. I, I love the idea of, of spotting all these animals. And I, I mean, I feel fortunate, you know, sometimes I forget how fortunate I am because I do work out in the, in the fields and I see animals all the time. And I'll kind of reel it back to what I was going to say earlier is, 
that's how I saw, or me and Joe, I was talking to Joe about, I happened to see a red Fox the other day and I really thought it, I, at first, whenever I saw it, uh, I, I thought, uh, I was like, Oh man, I think that's a mountain lion. So I was in my truck. I drove up to the spot and I started looking up the side of the hill cause he ran across the road and then went up the hill and, uh, he was on a mission to go somewhere, but, uh, like I said, I thought it was a mountain lion because of the color at first, but then saw him way up there and I saw a bushy tail and I'm like, well, that ain't, that ain't a mountain lion. And I'm like, ah, you know, and then my second thought was coyote, but I'm like, well, yeah. his hide is kind of like red, reddish, you know, reddish brown or whatever. And, and so I was like, that's not a coyote, you know, and, <laughs> uh, like I said, I the only thing I could figure after that was a was a red fox. So, right. but it was far enough away; it was kind of hard to see, you know, a lot of detail. But, but I mean, I'm you know, I'm pretty sure it was a red fox. So, uh, right. So yeah, it was cool to see that, and then I see coyotes all the time up up in the area, and just real kind fortunate little, to see that stuff. Right. Yeah. And be able. Yeah. I like I said, enjoy it and. I was going to say one of my coyote stories a um, couple couple years ago. It's again, man, it's crazy how time just morphs together. And a couple of years is really like seven or eight years ago. Um, but I was uh, deer hunting my first. So this was before I started taking archery season seriously. I had an I got an archery tag um, like five years before at the three years ago when I started doing it seriously. Anyways, sorry about that. Um, so I was out deer hunting and I found a spot that I was going to, uh, had, you know, a handful of hours before dark and I, in this little meadow. And I was like, well, this is probably a good area to set and wait for the deer to come out and feed into in the evening. And I was like, I feel like I got a pretty good vantage point and I'm kind of secluded. Like I'll just sit here for a couple hours and, uh, see what happens. And I knew that, so <laughs> I was trying to get myself set up to be able to stay there for a while, meaning I was going to grab, eat some snacks, drink some water and kind of, you know, get those um, humanly urges out of the way. So that way I could focus on the hunt and not be like, you know, like, oh man, a cheeseburger sounds good right now. So <laughs> I pulled out my granola bars and my, my bottle of water and, and uh, start setting stuff out. And I have, have my granola bar in my hand. And just at this point, I look up and there's this coyote literally like 30 yards away from me running, and not, not running, but like just kind of trotting along. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And, uh, and I was like, Whoa, this is kind of cool. It's like, do I, I put down my, like, do I free up my hands and pull up my bow? Do I have time to do that and turn this into a coyote hunt? And, uh, and I was like, Oh yeah, that sounds like a good idea. You know, like at least be able to shoot something. So I slowly, the coyote, I think the coyote doesn't know I'm there. So I set, I set my granola bar down on this rock and I go to reach for my bow, but the granola bar was still in the wrapper and the rock kind of had a little bit of an incline to it. And it slid down the face of that rock, that however, you know, the incline of that rock. And it made that little plastic wrapper noise. Uh-huh. And that coyote was gone. 
Like he took, he turned on the afterburners and he didn't even look to see where the noise came from. He was just gone. (laughs) He wasn't messing around. No, (laughs) that's crazy. Yeah. So, I mean, that was, you know, it's kind of fun to be able to see coyotes, but that was, that was kind of like my first, um, experience with having a coyote like just you know come not coming up on me but just passing by as i was uh hunting and didn't really yeah. i don't i think he probably smelt me that's why he took off so fast i don't know for sure i don't remember which way the wind was going but that's just what i tell myself you know yeah. he 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 did not wait to see what i was he did not look back he was just just turn turn flip that nos switch and took off uh, wasn't taking no chances. Uh-uh. <laughs> That's interesting. That'd be kind of fun to get a coyote with a bow. Yeah. It's kind of interesting. Um, yeah, I was just thinking uh, one one that I kind of was overlooking. Um, I think I saw my first one. Uh, probably, I guess it's probably sometime, maybe four or five years ago now, four years ago, um, was, is Badger's. Uh-huh. I, I've I've seen uh I've seen a handful of badgers over the last like I said about four years or something. And man, the first time I saw one though, I was like, yeah. what kind of look funky looking <laughs> animal is that? And uh yeah, I you know, I I figure I kind I was like, I feel like that's probably a badger, but man, like you see them in real life and I don't know. They're weird though, because you know they they say that they're like really aggressive and stuff, but they kind of don't look right. They look really funky, but and they don't really look that aggressive. But supposedly they'll give a a bear a run for its money. So yeah, I've I've seen a couple of badgers. Always been from a car. It was kind of, <laughs> I guess, a little brave of me. We're out for out here in Colorado, out I think out past Frida three or four years ago, driving around for a little jeep drive. And just, I looked up in the road in front of us, and there was this like this badger clearing, cleaning out a hole just off the side of the road. So <laughs> I got a little brave and kind of rolled up right next to it. And uh, you know the the door was just you know right right out from its its uh, hole. We just recorded us you know being one of those insta moments, you know, <laughs> yeah. a stupid tourist. You know, <laughs> good thing it didn't didn't feel aggressive towards us, but we watched it push dirt out and come out of the hole look up at us and go back to work and we you know we kind of just left it alone and kept going other than we stopped and and, and watched it for for a minute yeah yeah that, it's funny you say that because um i kind of did something or kind of did similar things like that you know just kind of try to i can't remember if i got a picture or not but anyway i try to try to sit there and watch it and pull up a little closer or whatever. My, my, uh, I know that they say that they can be aggressive and, you know, they're, they're pretty, they're pretty uh, vicious animals, but I think, I think they kind of have to be pushed to in a corner for that to happen. Right. You know? Cause, cause yeah. my experience is they're kind of like, they're kind of, they're not really scared, but they don't really also want nothing to do with you. So. Right. I, I'll leave you alone. You leave me alone. Kind of. We're yeah. all good. Yeah. But yeah. you get me put you put me in a corner and I'm I'm gonna give you everything I got. Yeah, exactly. I I, I yeah, I think you're right. But they're yeah. they're cool animals. I mean, I like I said, I've seen a handful of them in the last four years. It kind of 
Well, I guess they're kind of all over up up in a field that I work in, but that's where I uh, that's where I've seen them all is in the one one particular field. So, gotcha. Yeah, and then uh, I guess earlier today that I that's kind of another thing that got us on on the track of of talking about all the animals we've seen is I uh, actually drove up on a herd of elk, kind of. <laughs> but as I was driving up, I think they started running away from from me. Uh-huh. And they ran off into the brush, but um, I mean, yeah, I wasn't trying to trying to push them anywhere or anything, but but they startled me as much as I probably startled them, but, <laughs> but, uh, saw a big old herd, pretty good size herd running off into the brush. Gotcha. That's cool. That's always fun too. Yeah. I, man, I don't know. I feel I'm pretty fortunate that way as far as like just being able to work out in the woods like that. And just some of the stuff I've come across, some of the big bucks I've come across elk, um, yeah, but elk actually, it's kind of weird. I mean, kind of confirms what everybody says that elk don't like vehicles that much. Uh-huh. Um, cause you know, these are all like oil filled roads, so um, right, elk, not a I, lot of activity, yeah. I don't, not a lot of truck activity. I, I, well, and and I don't really see elk quite as much as I see. You know, I'll see like mill deer all over the place. As a matter of fact, the last few weeks, um, I don't know. I don't know what, what, what the deal is, but there's mule deer everywhere. They're all like out in the farmer's fields and stuff, but they're uh-huh. just, they're just everywhere. I, I mean, I've had to, I've had to, you know, driving home or whatever, or driving in, driving home, doesn't matter. Sitting there, you know, caught deer jumping out in front of me and stuff and um but yeah i don't know what the what it is maybe maybe the the hard winter or something gra- the the feed is starting to grow a little bit now or something out in the out in the farmers fields i don't i don't know what it is but they just they're like everywhere it's crazy right huh it's crazy how much mule deer i've been seeing lately huh I think all their horns have dropped though, because I haven't seen one buck. So, well, I mean, I probably have, but I haven't seen horns. I should say, right. So, right. Well, I think uh, we should maybe start winding down, and uh, and and you, I guess we there's a let Eric kind of take us down the next little thing here. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess we've been going on a while about animals that we've seen, huh? Yeah. Uh, yeah, with that said, guys, we're going to try to spice it up a little bit or whatever you want to say and, and, uh, kind of start a new segment. I don't know if we'll do it every week, but you know, whenever something popular hits the, the popular culture desk, uh, we're going to kind of bring it up and, uh, I guess we'll kind of explain the whole thing. So, you know, Joe, Joe, I guess. I don't know how to say it. I guess you kind of stay in your bubble or you stay in your lane or. Yeah. I, I, well, I don't, yeah, I don't really follow too much of the, I mean, like I should, you know, like I don't go searching pop culture stuff, whatever happens to come across. If I'm look, watching something and I see it, but like for the most part, I'm not in the know of everything typically. <laughs> right. Right. So 
we were kind of talking about this and, and, uh, and I was like, well, you know, what would be kind of fun is because you don't really follow it to that detail. It'd be kind of fun to just do like a little segment on it. And if something happens around the world, that's kind of popular, everybody's talking about, I bring it up to Joe and see what he has to say about it. And, and then, uh, you know, maybe some things he has a deep opinion on it and some things he might not have much of opinion on it, but we kind of cuss and discuss a little bit. And then we'll kind of, we'll, we'll get out of the podcast. So with that said, guys, uh, everybody's, everybody probably knows this one by now, I'm sure. But, uh, the popular culture desk, uh, has the old Oscars on this last weekend and, uh, uh right. Will right. Smith slap Chris rock for a little, little joke about, uh, <laughs> Will Smith's wife. So, uh, uh, do you, do you know what the joke was or do you, well, I don't know. I, I, got, I will say I kind of hop. I did hop on. I heard about it. I was like, you know, like being who Will Smith and growing up with him, um, you know, being in the limelight, like he was, uh, I was like, well, I'll check it out a little bit. And so I, I only listened to it once, but I couldn't catch the joke. Like, I don't know if I don't know enough of the background of the joke or, or what, like, I, you know, he went, he went over the joke. And then next thing I saw was Will Smith getting up and slapping him. And I was like, and, and, I, and like I said, I don't know if I, I don't know all the context to it. Like he went over the joke and I was like, I don't get it. And then he was slapped and then, and I was like, well, shoot, that didn't look like Will Smith was really even slapping him the way Chris moved and the way he slapped. I was like, I'll look staged to me anyways. So, you know, Man, and it, then is, the, it is kind of questionable, but I, I feel like it's real. Go ahead. Sorry. Well, I was just going to say too, you know, like it's, it seems like comedians have that safe platform to be able to say whatever they want to because they're comedians. So I don't, you know, like just interesting. Yeah, so um, you never saw G.I. Jane? No. So G.I. Jane, uh, so the premise of the joke is uh, G.I. Jane was, was uh, I can't remember, the uh, or no, I take that back. I think it was, uh, our name just escaped me. Uh, anyways, the premise of the joke was, uh, was, G.I. Jane was uh, she was like this warrior or this she was like an action figure like a like a uh, oh man I'm doing such a horrible job of like a G.I. Joe kind of like a G.I. Joe but she's G.I. Jane right so um, you're right so the the joke is is that uh, um Hold on, I'm trying to look up. Ah, this is so. Was it Demi Moore that? Ah, it must have been Demi Moore. I was thinking of somebody else. Anyways, uh, the joke is is that uh, GI Jane her head was shaved in GI Jane uh. one. So the premise of the joke was Chris Rock said, and it looks like Jada is preparing to do gi jane too because uh, her head was shaved so that was that was the joke so it was just a 
It was just a her head being shaved joke. Um, you know, I think in all his, I mean, look, I know people take jokes bad or, you know, whatever. What that tells me is Jada Pinkett doesn't laugh much. She takes everything way too serious. There's never any time for jokes. Um, and that's sad because, you know, maybe she could use a little more laugh. Uh, another thing in popular culture is they've had, uh, they've had marital problems a little bit and, uh, <laughs> they try to, they try to say that they didn't, but she was on faithful and it's kind of unclear if he was on faithful. Cause at one point they, they supposedly may have, or may not have had an open relationship and, I don't know. There's kind of all this stuff going on between Will Smith and his wife, but um, Jada Jada was on faithful to. It's it's well known that she was on faithful to Will Smith uh, just a couple years ago, and um, I guess my point to it is is I feel like I feel like in that household there's a lot of. They, I don't think they're doing that good as a married couple. I think they're they're hanging on by by a thread, and I think that joke. Uh, there's another. There's a part of that where Chris Rock says his joke. Will Smith is laughing his head off, and then the next scene is Will Smith walking up and slapping Chris Rock. Um, it doesn't make sense. I think Jada gave Will Smith the look like, hey you better go protect me kind of look or something, or you better, you know, what are you laughing for? So Will Smith tried to, tried to, uh, I don't know, save face or whatever, go up right. and slap Chris Rock. Um, I could see where, so the one telltale for me where I'm like, I don't think this is fake is um, I think Chris Rock was off of his game after, after all that happened. Um if it was fake, I feel like he would have been able to like hit some more jokes or something, you know, like, but he was, he, from what I could tell, like the rest of the scene or the rest of what they filmed, um, Chris rock was, was, uh, uh, off of his game. Like he wasn't, you know, he, he didn't know what to do. He just got slapped on live TV. So, uh, <laughs> right. I think he was a little, little like shook and, you know, he kind of didn't know. I, I mean, I, yeah, I would have done the same. I wouldn't, I wouldn't know knowing how to react either. So that's why I think it was real. Um, or that's what, why I came to the conclusion that it was, wasn't staged. Uh, I don't know. It's, uh, yeah, it was I've never seen that before. You know, people been roasted on, all those kind of, you know, everybody, everybody, I mean, they're celebrities. They get joked on all the time. And I I don't know, maybe it was just a a snapping point, but it it doesn't make a lot of sense. Will, like I said, uh, they, they pointed the camera at Will Smith. And when, as when, when Chris Rock said the joke, like Will Smith got it, knew it was all in fun and he was laughing. But like I said, they, look back at Chris rock and then Will Smith is walking up stage and slaps him. So. Yeah. I will say though, the best meme that I liked about the whole, that came out of all this was um, one of the lyrics from fresh Prince of Bel Air. And you know, what is it? I got in one little fight. My mom says you're out of here or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, I saw something with uh with a song, a whole parody song to uh, well, 
Hey, do you know what? Uh, speaking of that, do you know what Chris Rock f- found on his face the next morning? No, what? Fresh prints. <laughs> <laughs> that that's pretty funny myself. Uh, but anyways, yeah. So I don't know. What do you think? Do you think uh, Will Smith was out of line, or do you think uh, you think you would have done the same? Um, I don't know. Yeah, maybe a little bit out of line because I just don't, you know, like, you know, the comedians kind of get that kind of that free pass and um, some of that stuff. And then it wasn't like it was all that harsh of a joke. Either. There's been worse jokes that been, like you said, you know, have been put out there against uh, or put out there towards celebs. And, they, you know, for a joke, it wasn't really that harsh of one. No, I, I mean, I guess she has some some disease or something that's making her go bald, and, and I mean that sucks. But you know what? Sometimes you just gotta laugh, laugh. I mean, sometimes you're the butt of the joke. Laugh it off, you know. Like I don't know. Like, I mean that sucks, but right. And and I, I imagine for a woman, that's probably pretty hard to be losing your hair and stuff. But at the same time, I mean, I just I don't know. I it was just a joke and. I mean, if you're not free to say a joke like that and you're going to get slapped on national TV, I mean, I don't know. I feel like freedom of speech is really kind of – I mean, it kind of goes into a whole other thing, but, you know, this is the problem with being woke is two woke people and they attack each other because they – Will Smith and Chris Rock both have, you know, been pretty woke and uh, over the last few years, quote-unquote, and, and I think – uh you know, I think it's true that that uh, it's kind of an example that woke people kind of eat each other up too. So, uh, I mean, right. that's a whole nother that's a whole nother segment, and we're kind of getting in the weeds here. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I just don't. I don't know. It is what it is. But right. I think I. I don't know. I think I think I think it all pass. And if anything, it kind of shows you shows you that you know. I mean, Will Smith is a big movie star. Chris Rock is no joke. I mean, he's pretty big in the in the uh, celebrity world, and uh, you know, even they lose it, and even they uh, they're people too. You know, like they're they're right. literally just people, and they have emotions. And um, but yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. It's it's uh, pretty crazy. But anyway, we could go down a rabbit hole. Um, do you have any final thoughts, Joe? No, no, I'm good. I don't have anything else to say tonight. Well, I feel like this one went a little longer than we were expecting, but, hey, we had fun doing it. So with that said, guys, uh, we're going to go ahead and get out of here. Thanks for listening to the Struggling Hunters. And with that said, please leave a like, share, subscribe, do the whole thing, do it all, help us out, help us grow. Yes. And we will catch you in the next one. Have a good one, guys. Later. Take care. Later.